at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES Podcast with your host, Soulblazer. Hello everybody, welcome to the Super NES Podcast, episode 153 this time. Uh, I'm Greg, and he is Joe. Hi. <laughs> and we are looking at another of uh, Joe's picks this time around. Uh, once again, another Japanese-only game. Um, Joe really seems to be like, enjoying, like, enjoying like, trying to find these like, obscure Japanese Japanese titles for us to look at. So, um, <laughs> Which game did you want us to look at this time, Joe? Uh, I picked Do-Re-Mi Fantasy Mylon's Heart-Pounding Adventure. Uh, A.K.A. Doki Doki Adventure. I've also seen it like printed that way as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, depending on how you want to translate it, because of course there's so there's always several ways to translate something from Japanese to English. So, um, yeah. So, uh, what made you want to look at this game, Joe? Uh, being Japanese only, I'm guessing you don't have any history with it. But... No, I, I have no history with. I mean, I have history with the original Mylon's Castle on the NES, um, but um, it was actually a screenshot. Um, I can't remember. I think it was games that you didn't know had sequels on the Super Nintendo. This was the article I was reading. And it had okay. one, one screenshot of this game. And that was all I needed. I was like, this is a beautiful game. Just by the screenshot, I could tell how beautiful the game was. And I was like, I want to see how it is. And what better <laughs> way to do that than to you know put it up for nomination here on the podcast. Then yeah. I have to play it, right? <laughs> right. Well, so. not only was this like a sequel, this was also actually like a franchise, which I actually had no idea like actually existed. So yeah, that's um, interesting news right there. This goes this goes deeper than yeah, this goes deeper than I realized. So um, yeah, so um, we're just gonna call this a um, uh, like Mylon's like well 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 I'm just just gonna call it Mylon's Adventure uh, like this podcast just yeah. to, just to give it a simpler form of the title to make make life easier. So. Um, as Joe mentioned, as the title suggests, this is the sequel to Mylon's Secret Castle, which was an original NES um, uh, platforming slash puzzle game. Um, that they, uh... So this game, like the original, was developed and published by Hudson Soft. This came out in Japan only back in March of 1996. Um, uh, as mentioned before, this stayed, uh, this stayed in Japan only. However, very curiously, the game was was picked to be included in, to be for, like, for release on the Wii Virtual Console uh, in North America and Europe in 2008. So, the game was available for several years in that format, although it was like untranslated. They just stuck the game on there. Hmm. So, uh, some of you might, some, yeah, some of you might have played it uh, 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 back then. I know the, so, I know the Virtual Console servers are shut, shut down by now. I never had a Wii or a Wii U. If you downloaded the game, can you still play it? Um... Well, I mean, there's ways to get games for those consoles, but no, if you just vanilla hook it up to a internet connection, you would not be able to get them. Um, well, no, I meant like, you know, like, 
if you had the game on your hard drive still, could you play it that way? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's already okay. downloaded on the hard drive, you're fine. And I mean, if you okay, have right. modded yeah. Wii, you can get the whatever file it is very easily online, I'm sure. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so I mentioned before, this is part of a, 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 a franchise. Um, I remember playing Milan Secret, Secret Castle for the NES as a kid. I wasn't really that impressed by it. Right. Um, apparently... Apparently, 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 nobody else was too because they've used the game pretty bad. It's so, true. Um, <laughs> there is, however, a Game Boy port of that game that came out the following year in 1986. That's apparently like much better. Oh, um, no, I'm okay. sorry. Uh, not, yeah, none. Yeah, not 1986. That was the original NES version. The, the Game Boy version came out several years later. Uh, yeah, they made several changes to the Game Boy version to improve it, such as making, um, such as like you know, like giving you like um, a password feature and making bosses, bosses, uh, bosses like much easier to beat. Mm. So, um, it's apparently like a much better version of the game. So, um, and the, and the game also got, uh, so the game also got re-released again for the DS like several years ago. So, hmm. it's, there, uh, there's several ways to play it, to play it, to play if you want to. So, cool. Uh, there was also, um, so there was also a, um, so this game was also included as part of the Hudson Best Collection Volume 3 Action Collection for the Game Boy Advance 2005, hmm. which is Japan only. Um, the actual, the next, the next really new game in the Mylon franchise was a game called Mylon no Hojiazora Subon, which was a uh, puzzle game only for phones huh, okay. on Japan, like, like Japan 2005. Um, it did well and apparently, like we get a sequel the following, the following year, uh, Mylon no Hojiazora Subon. Uh, puzzle Kamikoyu, uh, which also came out the following year uh, in Japan. Again, phone. Uh, I'm sorry. That, oh, sorry. That one was DS. Oh, okay. Um, um, and, and again, both those games were Japan only. So this is obviously a franchise that was much popular in Japan than it was here in the states. Yeah. Because the only game we ever saw over here was Mylon Secret Castle. <laughs> but they. Uh, um. Yeah. So. Uh, this game is similar in some ways to the original, and then in many other ways, not entirely at all similar to the. Yeah, the original. So, I mean, like, um, you're still controlling somebody named Mylon. You're still controlling the game. You're still a platformer at heart. Uh, you're still going through a whole bunch of stages. Uh, there's still, uh, you know, there's still boss fights to do. There's still, like, you know, various, like, various stages. Like, the, the, the stages, the stages to go through. That's pretty much like the similarities end. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to think of a good way to describe the game. Somebody on YouTube kind of did me a favor by saying the game is kind of like if like Zelda, Bubba Bobble, Mario World, and Kirby like all like all, <laughs> all like all got together and Kirby like DNA for a baby. Right. So that's not a bad way of describing it, actually. No, not so, not bad at all. So I will give credit to that to, to that person because yeah, there's yeah, there's elements. There's definitely elements of all those games present here. So, um. Yeah. So this is yeah. So this is yeah. This is the yeah. This is in some ways kind of a hard. Kind of a hard platformer to describe. Um, so, Joe, I'll give you the um, um, uh, the uh, the uh, the possible challenge of trying to maybe try to describe this game in, in like you know basic terms. I mean, it's a, it's a it's your typical side scroller. Um, it's a side scrolling platformer um, where you blow bubbles to encapsulate the enemies to clear them out of your way or you can jump on their head a la mario um you get multiple power-ups you can get bubble gum which you know can save you if you fall into a pit um which 
by the way, uh, thinking of the bubblegum and being able to come out of the pit, the animations that they have for Mylon are very good in this game. Um, you get winged boots that will help you uh, extend your jump. Um, I didn't notice if it makes you jump higher or anything like that, but it makes you a little more floaty, so it gives you more, at least, distance. Yeah, I kind of thought of it as being like, you know, like Peach's gliding ability, like Mario Brothers 2. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it definitely became useful as you went through the levels, which is uh, a nice little thing. I felt like uh, they programmed it and kind of maybe it was one of those things where they realized, like, eh, maybe we should kind of give them a little bit of help here. Um, uh, how many? I, I can't recall how many levels, but the levels that stuck out to me were um, there's your typical ice and fire levels that you get in almost every platformer. Um, there's a toy level, a food level, and then you kind of start off in like a forestry type level. Um, you could potentially beat this game in one run through. It's challenging, but it's not overly difficult, which was nice. Um, all the bosses. Oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. You guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to add on before we got too far ahead. There's actually there's actually seven worlds in this game, like all together. Okay. Um, uh, not kind of mini games, which we'll get to here like in a bit. Yep. But um, yeah, and most playthroughs this game online are like about three hours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the bosses fit the levels, which is nice. Um, I really enjoyed the music of this game. Um, not that it's so much. <laughs> fit the level that it was in but in some cases it just happened to work out that way but it really felt like they kind of made the music and then uh had built the levels and then we're like okay well we have to fit the music in here and whatnot and kind of did it that way um but um i love the varied levels um especially the, uh, I think it was the food level where you're bouncing around. You got like birthday cake candles and like some pumpkin enemies. You can jump onto champagne bottles, which will the cork will shoot you through uh, the mm -hmm. next part yep. of the level. Um, th there was some very nice uh, mechanics and uh, different visuals. Um, the the cutscenes alone, when this game started up, I was amazed at the uh, beautiful cutscenes. But that all being said, this game should be as beautiful as it is. It should sound as wonderful as, as it does, and it should play as wonderful as it does. As for this was a very late Famicom release in 1996, which I did not realize when I picked this game. Yeah. So yep. I played through most of this game not realizing that, well, you know, by this time the N64 was out. This yeah. should be a, you know, very good platformer, so... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Hudson Soft was certainly no, like, no slouches, like, to making good games. I mean, like, Kirby. I mean, like, mm -hmm. that's plain enough said. So, I mean, they had some top, they, yeah, they had some top people working on this. Um, the composer, for example, was Jun uh, Chikumo, uh, sorry, uh, I think it's pronounced like Chikuma, who is well known for a whole battery of, of, of games that she did the music for, including the Bomberman series. Oh, okay. So, Hence um, why Bomberman makes an appearance in this game? Maybe. Uh, well, well, I well, they are both Hudson Soft properties, so yeah. I, mean, uh, I, 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 yeah, it makes sense. I, I mean, I mean, they would be the first one to do that. <laughs> Capcom did. Capcom did that a long time ago, like of their cameos, right? Uh, like in their games. So, um, yeah, so definitely, um, yeah, I agree. If uh, yes, yeah, so I agree. If I was everything that you said, um, you know, like 
At first glance, you may be turned away from this game because it is very cutesy looking. Mm. Um, but you know, it's um, it's I I, I mean, like it, it is cute to a degree. The difficulty, the difficulty of this game, I think, is like just right. It's not like the most difficult platformer game out there. So if you're looking for a challenge, you, you might not be challenged enough by this one. Um, it's also, it's also, it's also a bit too hard for kids. I think kind of strange considering how cute the game looks. Right. But, um, but the actual. But then again, you have to remember this is a Japanese-only game. I mean, the Japanese expect to. Um, I, I mean, like. The stereotype is that oftentimes Japanese versions of the games are harder than the U.S. counterparts, which is often true. So, right. I mean, for a game that stays in Japan only, it makes sense it's going to be like a hard game. Mm -hmm. But, um, but uh, so I mean, like I mean, like in Japan, this game might have been aimed toward kids. Um, you know, and, uh, but, but so um, there um, there is a plot in this game which is told by surprisingly enough by cutscenes every now and then as you go through the game. So. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a silly, typical fantasy fantasy plot. Um, you're basically playing as Mylon as mentioned before. Uh, there's been an evil there's been an evil force who's to attack the area. Um, you know his friend, the fairy Aeros, has been has been captured. So he's trying to rescue. He's trying to rescue her and also restore all the music. Uh, like this evil wizard, like his name, like Amon. So. Um, oh yeah, we also met, uh, 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 like Mario also, there's also musical notes you can pick up in the game. A mm hundred -hmm. of those musical notes give you, like, extra life. So, you know, there's that, uh, Mario slash coin element that every platformer game seems like has to have in it for some reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, like, we trade, I, I mean, the, I mean, the ROM, the, the, the ROM translated several years ago, we played a translated version of the version of the game. Yep. Um, it helps with the plot. That's, that is the, uh, that's said by no means is necessary to include like enjoy this because like i said before the plot is very very basic you play this game japanese only like around the wii virtual console and, and console like be fine with it yeah i was horrible i you know i even sent you the rom with the you know english translation which is the same rom i used and yet i skipped all those cutscenes because uh, <laughs> i was like i don't care about the story i just want to play the game so yeah <laughs> but uh um, yeah, so, like, you know, like, um, yeah, because the whole game, the whole game really does, like, scream cuteness, because there's, you know, because it has that, um, what's that Japanese word for, like, the little cartoon deformity characters, like, chibi? Chibi, like yeah. That? Yeah. Um, to me, this game has a very chibi look to it. Yeah, I mean, um, I see, I didn't see it as, like, a cute aesthetic, I just noticed, like, how clean the... The game looked like to me oh yeah just, the graphics it, are gorgeous it looks super polished and everything else so it's like yeah the graphics are gorgeous you're right uh, yeah, it does comes off but, come off cutesy but to me it just seemed like oh these are some really nice clean you know yeah. super enlarged sprites that you know yeah. you normally don't get you know from a super nintendo game and then come to find out you know being from 1996 like there's yeah. a reason why it looks as good as it does. <laughs> yeah, because basically, like, you know, like, uh, graphics, like, graphics, especially for Super NES games, usually, usually tend to fall into, like, three different categories. You have the, you have, like, the Paralynx uh, scrolling in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the actual, you have the actual sprites, the, uh, uh, sprite, uh, sprites, uh, and, and, and level design itself. Then you also have the colors used. Mm -hmm. um, and many games nail two of those, but uh, two of those three, but can't nail all three. This right. game actually does look all three perfectly. I mean, the, I mean, all of the, I mean, all of it's like top-notch effort here. So yeah. it's like it's like the game's bright, it's colorful, um, everything's well defined. There's there's a good monster design. Um, you know, Mylon looks adorable. Um, you know, the little 
The little like half asleep extra life mile on the top of the screen is adorable looking. Um, you know, yeah, just the the overall graphics in this game are just like simply amazing. And like you said, yeah, uh, uh, and yeah, like you said, '96. Between being a late game and having the experienced team, a experienced team working on it, I mean, uh, I mean, like you almost kind of expect it. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you happen so. to at any point let uh, Mylon stay idle for a bit? Oh yeah, this little like a uh, like yeah stay animations yeah. pulling the, yeah. the hat over his head. So <laughs> yeah, I, I had not done that, and um, during one of my playthroughs, my cat decided to step on my keyboard to get into <laughs> the way of my computer monitor and uh, sped up the emulation. So in oh. doing so, I was trying to figure out what she had pressed so that I could slow back down the emulation so I could play. And in doing so, I am watching Mylon, you know, continue to pull his hat over his head and do all the different idle animations in uh, very fast speed. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was impressed. I, I didn't expect that, and nor would I have sat there long enough to let him do those, uh, you know, animations. So I was actually kind of glad that my cat decided to step on my <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Um, um, yeah, because they, uh, um, I, um, but, uh, there are, yeah, there are, yeah, there are several other games that do that, but it's always kind of like a, a um, a pleasant surprise when you find a game that does. Yeah. Um, yeah. my personal favorite, um, uh, 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 I don't uh, uh, I don't animation again happens to be Super NES game. Uh, was actually like Bugsby okay. because after a while he'll actually like he'll actually like he'll actually like face you and tap, um, um, tap on the screen. Oh, nice. I mean, uh, nice. Uh, but you know he, uh, but but because he, uh, because he because there's a whole like you know like moving the fist around back and forth like a tapping on the screen animation while at the same time you hear like a, a very like monitor sound like tap tap tap. Nice. So, but, yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that was always my favorite because it's um but uh yeah, so um so um one so so one thing one thing that did give me difficulty, um, because I assume it was in the manual, but the manual was not translated, um, obviously like over here in the in the States. Right. Uh that that that, that, that I, I actually go online to find out how to uh, how to how to get around this. Um so so I'm gonna mention this now as a as a hint to anybody who decides to play this game. Um if you hold down the it's like you hold down the attack button he, uh, Mylon gets mad and does like a super, like super charge attack. Oh, never um, noticed that. You, well, you, you, what, so we needed one area to get past a, a wall. You have to like use it to burst down, I uh, bust down a wall. Mm, uh, okay. I uh, did. You have to use it to bust down a wall. How'd you get past that then? <laughs> I, I used some of the passwords to skip around because I was like, oh, it's great. Oh, it's, got a, okay. it's got a password system and it's only, you know, four numbers that you need to put in. So, uh, yeah. you know, I want, I didn't. <laughs> It's not that I didn't want to put into put in the time. It's uh, I didn't want to spend too much time on one level or you know. Sure, I, I when I play that. these yeah. games, so. I am. This is why I stay away from like collect the thon games and everything else because I'm one of those people. Like, if there's a certain amount of things I got to do within a certain level, I'm like tedious and I take my time. And platformers are like like I have to grab every note. Not that I need to, but I have to because that's who I am. So, yeah, so I knew that it would take a while to play through this game, so that's why I was like, okay, well, I, you know, I played this, you know, like, the 1-1 the one, one part of the world, so that now I'll use passwords to skip to, like, the next world and so on and so forth. So this way I can see the entire game and enjoy it and not, you know, bog myself sure. down. Or, or I would only be able to talk about probably the first two worlds. <laughs> <laughs> sure, makes sense. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, like you know, like I use YouTube sometimes to sometimes help with help with games that I uh, like games I did not get all the way through. Right, right. Um, 
you know, uh, I did get all the way through this because I said, to me, like we said, it's not the most difficult game in the world. Right. So, um, safe states help. Yep. So, but, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, there, yeah, there's one area, there's one area where you can see the goal sign, but there's, like, a wall above you, and, and it's not clear how to get, how to bust through that to, to get up there to, to exit. Mm. So, you have to hold down the attack button, and Mylon does, like, really, like, you know, like, cute little, like, you know, like, holding his breath and, like, you know, getting angry animation. <laughs> and, and, like, the, and then all of a sudden, like, shoots out, shoots out, of, shoots out of bubbles, like, in the, like all directions. That's great. Um, it, it's not long range, but that's how you actually have the uh, yeah. player to live. Um, you know, that's how, like, busted the wall uh, to advance. Huh. So, um, nice. so anyway, I mentioned that, I mentioned that, I mentioned that there because it's not obvious. The game doesn't tell you it's there. Um, um, so, unless you actually knew it or read the manual, like, you wouldn't know about that attack ability. Right, right. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so, uh, controls for this game are pretty good. You need a platform with, like, tight controllers, and, like, you know, no game's ever gonna be as good for, for controls, I think, as, like, the Mario games. But, yeah. having said, having said that, the controls in this game are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I felt Mylon was, um, a bit slippery at times, but it wasn't something that was hard to get a grip on. Um... You, you play it, you know, th just through that first level. Like, you can feel the difference between, say, him and Mario. Um, but it's also something that you can control. It's not, you know, like you're on ice, like some games. But there is actually an ice world in this game, isn't there, I thought? Yes, or there I'm is an ice missing... world. Uh, yeah, okay, ice yeah, world. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, I, the game just felt natural in my hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so Joe already mentioned the password feature. Like, it is it, like, a very simple password feature? Um, you know, it's really not as, uh, um, uh, I'm really, like, the, it's really, the, like, I don't need it anymore if you play it, um, through emulation. But if you, um, you know, if you, you, know, you, know, you play it either on the virtual console, like, or on cart, because there are repos, of, because there are repos of this available, which we'll get to here toward the end. Yeah. But, uh, you, you might want those passwords, so, um... <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah, we touched upon the music, uh, earlier on the car already, um... Knowing when experienced experienced composer did the did the soundtrack makes sense like why it makes sense now like for all uh, like for why like it's so good um mm -hmm. but you know like it like it really is a very yeah it really is a very like good soundtrack it puts the game very well um you know platformers platformers and shooters are the games that most need great music I think because mm -hmm. those games are more limited or are like more limited limited in gameplay style so you really need something. Something to keep you pumped, pumped, or whatever as you go through the game. So, and this game delivers a great soundtrack, better than I expected. Yeah, this game in general surprised me. And like I said, you know, I saw it in a screenshot and had no expectations going in. So, but, <clears throat> the game just exceeded but, everything that I expected. <laughs> uh, we probably should talk about the mini games a little bit. There's not much there to say about them. There's like this, this there, um, you know, you know, there's like four different types of mini games. I um, like you get to, you get to play them every now and then. They give you some rewards. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a way. Once, to, uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's uh, a way to just get extra lives so that you can make it through the game. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, there's really, there's really only one. There's, there's really like only one sticks out with me. Uh, the uh, the first person, the first person sh sh uh, shooting game. Yes. Or like, like moving the crosshairs across the screen, shoot down enemies. <laughs> so, I know there's others. Uh, others. Uh, I'm. Just drawing, uh, like I'm just like drawing a blank in the mic right now. You know, it's funny is that I actually only wrote down. I was like, first place, first person uh, bonus level is probably the best thing in the game. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
there, there were other bonus levels that give you, you know, the ability to get extra lives to get through the game. Um, like I said, this game is, you know, there's a challenge there, but I think it balances itself out with uh, how many extra lives it gives you. And it's, it doesn't, you know, when you make a mistake, you die. It's not the game is cheap and takes lives from you. Oh, right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, probably, probably should, probably, probably should mention a couple of things about gameplay that we didn't touch on earlier, like, for whatever reason. Um, so, um, uh, so, uh, like, so I mentioned, like, I mentioned that he attacks by, by blowing bubbles. Mm -hmm. Um, you can also, like, they can also hold down the, like, you can also hold down the button for a second, like, to get a charge bubble. Uh, which is like more effective against like some of the uh, you know, like, you know, tougher enemies. So, um, and they uh, uh, also like also Milan does have a health uh, a health system. You're probably wondering about this because we forgot to mention it previously. Uh, he um, he's not one hit, thank God. Right. So, uh, <laughs> he's he's a uh, no. You can tell his health. There's no health gauge on screen. You you tell his health instead by the clothes he has on. So. Uh, like the color determines determines that. Mm. Uh, if he's his normal, his normal, his normal untouched color is green. When he takes a hit, he changes to blue. Takes another hit, he changes to red. And then if he gets hit again, he dies. Yeah. So it's basically like a three hit, uh, a three hit system. So um, you're able to you're able, like you're able to regain health by finding by uh, by finding overall power ups. Mm -hmm. uh, very cute, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one restores one unit health. The twins, like the twins. Like twin like restores too. Yeah. So um But uh there's also uh there's also uh, uh, some of the power ups that my that my can, can also get. Uh for example like enhances enhances bubble blowing, allow like allow him to be able to shoot further, for example. Mm. Uh or determine the, or increase the number of bubbles you could have on screen at once. Uh which are, like very nice power ups. But they uh uh yeah, and besides the winged boots and the bubble gum that Joe mentioned earlier, there's also uh, uh, there's also, there's, there's also a key that's required for May stages. Oh, so, I, see, uh, I knew I forgot so, something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not every, not every stage has it. So right, it's like, right. you know, so you can go through most of the game being like, okay, what's that empty block there for? Well, it's for key stages. So, yeah. um, but they, um, so anyway, yeah. So just a very, very competent, very well put together game. Um, you know, like surprised to me just how good that it was. Like I said before, not the most difficult platformer game, but if you can get past the cutesy factor the game has, um, well, well, I think it's very cutesy looking, but, um, you know, like, it's a very, like, fun, like, 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 fun, um, you know, it's very, like, you know, like, fun, challenging romp, like, the game, like I said before, it just has a whole bunch of elements from, like, you know, Zelda and Bubble Bobble and Kirby and, and Mario World, like, all thrown in together for, like, a really, like, very interesting, very, very interesting, interesting, like, well put together game, I, I thought, so... There's really not too much I can nitpick the game about. Um, like, I thought, you know, like, you know, like, maybe, uh, I mean, like, I, the, I guess the story is, I really felt, like, unnecessary. Um, you know, considering, considering the nature of the game, so, and I thought some of the boss fights, and I actually thought, 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 I actually thought some of the boss, I actually thought the boss fight difficulty was pretty uneven. Some of the bosses were some of the bosses were very, were very easy and some of them like were very difficult. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like beyond that though, it's, I, I I really I really can't I really can't fault this game too much except for being like you know somewhat short. Right. Um, but, um, yeah. So just a very good, 
like like very good game. So you know anybody enjoys platformers definitely should you know definitely should check this one out. Yeah, this is definitely a recommendation for sure. <laughs> but they uh, uh before we move on, Joey, have any like you know like final thoughts or anything about the game that you want to say? No, I mean I, I think we pretty much uh, I've covered my my uh, my love for this game. This was definitely a quote unquote hidden gem. Um, I was not expecting this at all, and it's definitely a game I fell in love with. And at some point, I'm definitely going to go back and go level by level, grabbing every little thing that I possibly can, and enjoying the game 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, this this is highly recommendable. Um, obviously, I would, you know, recommend emulating it, but uh, as we'll get to... Um, you know, maybe you'll want to pick up a cart. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, but uh, yeah, actually, 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 the actually the repros of this game are actually are, are actually not that expensive to pick. Expensive to grab compared to the original Japanese version right, of the game. Right. So, uh, it's probably so if you want to go that route, like it should be like within your budget. But um, so so besides the level, yeah. So so besides the level passwords, um, there are. Uh, there are like a uh, two hidden passwords. Uh, one one is the one is the classic sound test password password like we're to listen to all the music and sound effects. Okay. Um. So the other one the other one allows you to be able to uh, the other one is used in conjunction with the level password. Hmm. If, if you put this password in first, um, and then the like in the uh, for, uh, first you start that world powered up. Oh. So, okay. Um. So kind of like you know um um so you. Uh, like put that in first, then you put in the world password, and you start that one like a leg up. Hmm. So, um, but uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so um, given how given how it's been since 2006 since the Milan game came out, probably uh, the franchise is probably dead. Of, of, of like I never like I thought I've learned never um you never say never uh, mm-hmm. as far as like you know companies bringing back like they're coming back like old franchises. Since since all the other Mylon games have puzzle elements in them, this one being a this one being a pure pure, pure platformer kind of makes it the um, the bastard child as it was of the franchise. So, um, so maybe that's why it, it's hard to find information on old Japanese games, especially when those games um, you know did not um, you know did not get like a wide scale attention. Right. So. I don't know why exactly this game is so rare in Japan. I think that, um, you know, I think it's just a case of, like, Hudson deciding not to make a big print run of it for the reason I mentioned before. This game is very different, to, uh, to, um, this game is very different than the game that came before. It is a strictly, strictly platformer compared to the puzzle elements that the other right. games in the franchise have. So, uh, or maybe it was just, like, you know, like, uh, just all scarfed up and, uh, 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 scarfed up and sitting in collector's houses. I mean, and, you know... I mean, again, it's 1996, like, especially in Japan, by then, Nintendo 64 is out, you know what I mean? The next gen is there, so I would think that this probably had a low print run, and it probably didn't sell that well because of the fact that it was on the Super Famicom when the N64 was out, and it was, you know, doing gangbusters over there. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yep, I think that's right, so probably just a combination like those factors, so... Um, so as I mentioned before, this game is available translated, and you know, as is common with like translated games, people have made up, uh, uh, people have been available repo carts, mm-hmm. uh, which have like, uh, like have like a U.S. style label on them, 
and the actual card in there, so you can just like stick them into your like your Super NES, your Recon Five, or whatever, and play it. Um, but um, uh, so some so some people some people have gone uh, I have gone one step further and actually made up a box. Oh, so, nice. Um, no manual as as far as I can tell. Um, right. they didn't go that far, but you know boxes. Boxes are boxes are, are, are easy to make up the manuals anyway because it's just like you just do because because the printing cost for a box is not that bad right compared to um compared to compared to compared to what's required like for manual so um so 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 a couple of days ago when I was looking on eBay I found I found currently available for sale uh two translated versions um uh two translated cart only uh U.S. Uh, the U.S. style carts. Somebody actually made her uh, a PAL-style translated card uh, oh, uh, as nice. well, also. So you actually can get the game translated in PAL format as well. So there's, 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 there's one available like available available on sale. And there was two available cart-and-box cart combos uh, that were available like for sale. So, um, the, um, so the, asking prices for, the asking prices for those varied wildly. Um, so, mind you, these are asking prices, so the... the like these are actually like live auctions, right? Um, the, uh, the prices the prices they were asking for was anywhere from twenty three to seventy three dollars. Mm. So depending upon just depending upon what format and if you wanted a, a box right. along with that cart. So, um, there were about twenty copies of this game available available uh, of the original Japanese release, both cart and CIB. Um, uh, and asking prices again varied wildly. So, um. I saw. I, I found somebody. I found somebody trying to sell the card only. Uh, and mind you, this is all in Japan, so this would also so like so, like so this includes sh- the, you know, the shipping costs. Right. I found somebody. I found somebody asking like asking the card only, low price of hundred. The, the, the well, I say low price. Low price of one hundred twenty dollars. Yep. Um, high price. A, a complete a complete mint condition of the game. CIB. Uh, guy was asking eight uh, hundred dollars for. Oof. So. Um, definitely a wild, a wild range um, of prices. The prices on there. Yeah. So, several copies of the game have sold. Uh, um, uh, uh, have sold recently. Um, you know, on both like translated and also Japanese original. Translated prices uh, sold only. Uh, those sold prices ranging from twenty nine to thirty eight dollars. So, um, uh, for game and box, game only average about twenty one dollars. So mm-hmm. yeah, so. I said, yeah, so you just want to get the game for your collection to play it, it's not that expensive. Right. So, like, you're okay with, like, a repro, and just want to play the English version of the game, it's not that bad. The average selling price for Japanese carts of this game appears to be, the, 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 the about $600. You know, $600. <laughs> so, and there was not a CIB copy, a CIB copy of this game that sold recently. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, like I said, very, very expensive if you want the Japanese original. Yeah, so. that's crazy. But, um... Yeah, so I mean, for I mean, for twenty dollars, like enjoy platformers, this is something definitely worth it. I thought, yeah, um, you know, like a really competent, really like they really they really well put together game. Um, it's a shame it didn't get more attention. Um, you know, had the game come over here in the states, maybe it might have done okay. But yeah, but uh, but again, because of how late it was, I mean, who knows? Yeah, so. you figure it was released ninety six there. If you released it, you know, internationally. At that time, tack on six to eight months, maybe a year. By then, it's 97. People had moved on to the PlayStation, the Sega Saturn, the N64. I don't know how it would have fared over here, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, yes, yes, so I mean, like, you know, it was cool. They made the game available on the virtual console, like, for the Wii. That's kind of like a surprise. Surprise, like, oh, it's on there, really? So. Um, yeah, but it was very lazy by not translating it. They just straight ported it. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, but to be fair, yeah, but to be fair, as we said, I mean, like, you know, the game doesn't, the game doesn't require much, you know, much translation right, anyway. Right. It's perfectly playable without it anyway. So. Yeah. Um, but they, um, but they, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and, like, the cutscenes are very anime-like. It's just, like, you know, it's very impressive to see, like, like on the Super NES. Yeah. So. But, they, uh, so, anyway, um, I think that pretty much covers up this game. Um, so, uh, yeah, kind of a, kind of a, kind of a, um, I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it a hidden gem, but it was a very pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, next time on the podcast, we're going to look at a game that I saw mentioned by a poster on Discord group that I belong on. Um, had not heard, never heard of this game either, um, but, you know, I enjoy games of this type, so, and Joe's not, and Joe's not vetoing it, so, uh, <laughs> we'll take a look at it next time. Um, it is a game called, uh, Lock On, uh, which, uh, uh, which the poster described as being, like, uh, Powings of Guns, so, um, uh, curious to check it out. It is apparently... It's apparently a sequel to a Genesis game called Air Diver, um, so and and so and that and that's why the game is known and that's why the game is known outside North America as Super Air Diver because it's a sequel to that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I enjoy I enjoy like shooting games. Um, you know, this is this is this this is more. I'm warning you now, Joe. This is more of a this is more of a sim game with a third person perspective uh, to it. So, <laughs> um, but you know, like, but you know. I like these kinds of games, but you know, like we'll see how you do with it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I did forget to mention like one other thing, like about like um, um, you know, like about like uh, like about like uh, uh Milan's, uh, um, what's this game called again? Oh, oh Milan's Adventure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean the game. I mean, I could not find any reviews of this game when it first came out. Again, like again being Japan only. Right. But modern reviews of this game have been like very very high. Uh, uh, um, but yeah, modern reviews of this game like are very positive. Um, hmm. you know, IGN gave it, you know, IGN gave it seven, uh, uh, seven point five out of ten. Nintendo Life gave it nine out of ten. Eurogamer gave it eight out of ten. So, uh, yes, yes. So, like, we're not alone. The yes, we're not alone. Like, I think this is a great game. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, those are scores I definitely yeah. expected to hear. <laughs> so, but then, already then, um, so, um, um, oh, and uh, if you can read Japanese, the uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the official website is archived. Uh, oh, so you can actually like, nice. still like, <laughs> like read about the game. So, but uh, anyway, I think it's about it. Uh, Want to thank you as always for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, game uh, game ideas, whatever, feel free to feel free to hit us up. You either can do so on Facebook or you can also send send an email directly to the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. Joe, how can they reach you if they're so inclined? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at J-O-E-S-U-X-3-0. Okay. All right, so thank you again always for a, uh, like for a, like for joining us, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks, guys. Uh, uh, take care, everybody. Stay safe, and uh, catch you all again soon. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market, but no matter how you play the game or which game you play, Things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep on high.